Hello students today i'm going to talk about memories of childhood there are two stories in this one has been written by zitkala sa and the other has been written by bama zitkala sa is a native american she's a red indian so we call her an indian here while bama is a native indian she belongs to southern part of india even though these two belong to two different parts of the world both are from marginalized communities and they talk about the discriminatory attitude that they suffered at the hands of people they both bore some insults and indignities and they both rebelled against the structure of the society they did well in their lives they studied hard they became something in their lives then they started making people aware of how the society had treated these marginalized communities now the first story is set in america it's been written by zitkala sa and it is called the cutting of my long hair she talks about the land of apples there has been a question in the boards in i think 2012 where they were asked where is this land of apples it's in america now you know these red indians uh, when they were there uh, before the europeans moved in now they were nomads they would move from one place to the other if it was very cold they would move to warmer places and when it became warm they would move to colder places their culture was somewhat like indians they would wear long dresses be covered from head to toe they would wear soft shoes on their feet they used to worship the forces of nature now when the europeans moved in they wanted to spread their own religion they wanted to spread christianity and these native indians they were pushed back into oblivion the whole land was taken over by these europeans they wanted to change these native indians they wanted them to be subservient to them over a period of time they realized that if they really wanted these red indians to listen to them well they needed to provide them education the european education as they called it so they started with these missionary schools if you go back in history well even in india when british came to india they started missionary schools here the aim was not only to provide western education but the aim was also to spread their own religion now as far as native indians were concerned well their children would be picked up from their homes they would tell the families that they would provide them education they would provide them fooding and lodging and so on and these children would stay in hostels where they were given education zitkala sa was also one of those children who was picked up from a house at a very young age and taken to the carlisle missionary school now the girl was not used to so much of cold secondly she was used to her own way of dressing the long robes the blanket on the shoulders the soft shoes but when she was brought here 
she was asked to wear a skirt and a shirt now she found those clothes immodest because they were short they were tight fitting she was also given leather shoes to wear now we are talking about a long time back technology was not so advanced you have you know these leather shoes today which remain soft in the coldest of weathers but in those days the leather would stiffen up and they would become very hard in comparison moccasins would be soft but then she was asked to wear these the school uniform which she had no choice but to wear now that was the first thing that happened on that day when she was taken to the carlisle school the second thing that happened was that when they were taken to the dining room they were taught to eat by formula now what was eating by formula she says that a small bell was tapped they were standing next to the dining table and she took it as an indication to sit down and start eating she pulled her chair and she sat down but then she realized that everybody else was standing she started getting up just then the second bell was rung she thought now was the time to start eating so everybody was seated she picked up her fork and spoon but then she realized that nobody else had done so in fact they had all hung their heads in a prayer because she had not hung her head in prayer she says she saw a pale faced woman staring at her she was probably the warden and she was not happy with the way zitkala sa was behaving you know she immediately dropped down her eyes and then the third bell was sounded she says she was so scared that she forgot all about eating while the others were eating she started crying she was too afraid to venture into anything anymore now this was the second thing that happened you are often asked explain eating by the formula so you are going to talk about the three bells the first bell everybody was standing next to the table second bell they all sat down and they hung their heads in a prayer and third bell they picked up their knives and forks and they started eating the third thing that happened that day was you know she had a friend called judwin and judwin could understand a little bit of english now judwin told her that her hair would be cut it was a rule in the school that the girls had to keep shingled hair zitkala sa heard about it well she was not happy about it her mother had told her that in their community hair could be cut only in three circumstances the first one was that you had lost a war the second one was that you were a coward you had run away from the fighting arena and the third one was that only mourners could wear shingled hair so she decided that she was not going to submit 
she rebelled and what did she do she was a little girl poor thing she couldn't leave the school premises at all so she decided to hide she ran into the rooms she found it under the bed now since the curtains were drawn she thought nobody would be able to see her she could hear the people calling out for her she could hear judwin calling out for her but she did not move from there then people started looking for her and finally she says somebody came into that room she was still hiding under the bed hoping that no one would see her and then she says the curtains were thrown open and they pulled her out from under the bed she says two people caught hold of her arms and she was literally taken down the stairs she was made to sit on a chair tied to that chair and then she says her hair was shingled she says the moment she felt the scissors next to the nape of her neck she says all spirit in her it vanished then she says that since the day she was taken from her mother she had suffered great indignities extreme indignities now what were the indignities that she suffered her hair was shingled number 1 she says people stared at her she says she was thrown around like a wooden puppet as if she had no will of her own at one time she says not a single person reasoned with me she says i was only one of the many animals driven by a herder what does she mean she says just like animals are sheared or they are hit for no rhyme or reason you know if you've seen the cattle walking well the person who's controlling these cattle will just hit a cow or a bull just to make them walk in a line she says that nobody cared for her uniqueness nobody talked to her she missed her mother had her mother been there she would have probably told her why her hair were being cut she was too small to handle her hair maybe she could grow them later on had somebody talked to her maybe she wouldn't have behaved the way she did she wouldn't have felt so bad but not one person talked to her the second story is written by bama and this is called we too are human beings this is set in southern part of india bama at that time was in class 3 she hadn't heard anybody speaking about untouchability openly she didn't understand untouchability at that time now this girl would go to school and while going to school she would just take about 10 minutes to reach the school but she says when she was coming back from school she had to cross the whole village and she would take more than 45 minutes now why did she take so long to reach home the writer has given several reasons she says she would be watching all the fun and games going on in the village she says she would see the performing monkey or the snake with the snake charmer there was a cyclist who hadn't got off the cycle for many days 
and people would just spin up the rupee notes on his shirt. Then there were the spinning wheels, there was a temple, the Mariata temple, there was a huge bell there which would be ringing all the time. People would put offerings there. There were people selling dried fish, there were people selling trinkets, there were people selling other things. She would sometimes watch the cooks cutting the onions by the kg, their eyes would be watering. So all those things she would enjoy. There was one restaurant where the filter coffee was being poured from one tumbler into the other. A magic performance would be taking place. At times there would be these politicians who would be harassing the people. They would be speaking on loudspeakers. Now all these things were happening in the village. And this girl would take her own time to see everything and go home. Now one day while she was enjoying herself, she saw that the threshing floor had been set up. Threshing is when the husk is removed from the grain. Now the landlord who was there, he was a young boy, he was sitting on the sacking spread over a ledge. Sacking is a jute bag. A bori. People were driving the cattle. Now this threshing was being done by the cattle. They were tied to the threshing machine and they were going round and round around it. The grain would be put into this threshing contraption and these animals would move around and the husk would be removed. The animals were muzzled means there was a cloth tied on their mouth so that they wouldn't feed on the grain or the straw. Just then she says she saw an elder from their community walking in a very funny manner. He was carrying a packet and he was he had his arms stretched out. He was holding this packet by a string. Now from far she could make out that the packet probably contained vadas because she could see the oil stains outside. Now these vadas would probably have been tied in a banana leaf and then they would have been tied in a newspaper. But he was holding this packet only by the string. And she thought to herself, what if the string comes undone? This man, he walked very slowly to the landlord. He bowed down and very reverently, he handed over the vadas to him. The landlord, he just took the vadas, opened the string and he started eating the vadas. When she saw the elderly man walking like that, she was very, very amused. Sure enough, when she went back home, she told her elder brother, she calls him Annan, about the whole thing that she had seen in the village. At that time, Annan told her that since they were untouchables, the man couldn't have touched the vadas. They would have become impure. The girl was infuriated. She was very, very angry and she said, if they don't want us to touch them, why do they ask us to get them? So Anand told her that he was studying at a university and one day he was walking by the canal in the field. 
there was somebody who crossed him and he asked him who are you what's your name now when he said who are you he called him appa he said who are you appa what's your name and the moment he told his name his tone changed you know in the southern part of india your caste your village where you stay your name your father's name everything is there in your name so the other person must have realized that he is an untouchable immediately he said tambi what are you doing here where do you live now tambi is not a very respectable word when the girl she started getting angry he said because we are born into this community we are treated this way so she asked him she says how she could escape all this he told her that in case she studies with care she learns all that she can she does well people will accept her as she is and she says the words that annan told me that day made me become what i am today she did well in life she was respected in the society and today we are studying her story so that in itself shows you where she reached now there's one question that is very very important from this it says the two accounts that you read above are based on two distant cultures what is the commonality between the two so what is the commonality between the two number 1 both these girls are from marginalized communities one is a native indian and american indian and the other is uh, she is a dalit she belongs to the southern part of india both these girls were stripped of their honor respect and dignity by the communities which were considered to be stronger thirdly they were victims of the society they are since they are not from the mainstream society both experienced horrifying incidents and these incidents they left an indelible effect on their minds which changed the course of their life both worked very very hard to make a name for themselves and their work talks about the oppression against the marginalized community as well as women